It takes courage to be uncomfortable. This is the type of courage I've needed lately, as I've recently undergone a few distinct experiences that have tested my comfort levels, pushed my buttons a little bit. The more that I connect with the observer, the true me that is actually me, the observer that watches my human body living my human life, the more aware I become of discomfort. It feels like I'm hypersensitive to how situations and different people and experiences make me feel and the different ways that I react. So to help you better understand, I'm just at a point in my journey where my healing is starting to affect other people in my life. And because I've never been here before, I've never made it this far. I've never made it to this point where I have healed so much to the point where it's overflowing out of me. And it's almost like you can't help it. You can't help the effects that you're having on other people. It's started to make me very uncomfortable, especially recently. Healing definitely comes in different stages and it manifests differently for everyone. But right now, for me, I'm really focused on rewriting my narrative, rewriting it so much that it heals the ancestral trauma that is in my blood. This has been my focus lately, and I think this is the root cause, the source of why I've been feeling so much discomfort in my life. The further that I go, the more I discover that my healing is not about me and solely me, which is different than what I thought before because on the other side of it, now that I look back, I was really in my own headspace healing for me and for only me and not for anyone else. But now everything seems to have shifted. There are so many layers to this journey and I feel more connected to my ancestors, to my blood, to the lineage of who I am in this body and how I came to be. It feels like I've been able to really tap into the energy of my ancestors within my solitude and connect back to what they've experienced. And I found struggle. It's the main energy, the main word that keeps appearing. The more that I connected with my guides and sort of tapped into that energy, I just, I found struggle. Struggle being the main underlying sort of essence of what they were and who they were and what they've experienced. Not just struggle monetarily, but the type of struggle that is beyond money, beyond your financial status. It's a struggle that is so deep-rooted that it becomes who you are and you accept ways of living that are based on struggle. Accepting that because of who you are, because of what you look like, because of where you came from, you will always have to work harder than everyone else. You will never have enough. 
you are always tired and you cannot feel relaxed and rested while having your basic needs met. It's like you always need to be overworked. And this is the struggle that I found when I was connecting into that energy. This is the struggle that I found within my blood. And it deeply saddens me, but it also helped me understand because this is the story the trauma that I found lingering in my blood. And now as I'm trying to heal this within myself and rewrite the struggle narrative, it's not just my own struggle anymore. And now that I understand that, I understand why it feels so uncomfortable is because it's not mine. This narrative that I'm trying to rewrite, it's it's not as if I was completely in control, but now I am. I'm not sure if this is making sense, but what I'm really getting at is that I've found and I've faced so much discomfort after realizing what it really takes to rewrite a narrative that is not only yours. So I've felt a lot of it recently because I visited my family back in my childhood home where I grew up and I reconnected with them. I don't get to see them as often because I live so far away. We live in completely different states. Um, They're in the Midwest and I'm on the West Coast. And I love my family with everything in me. I love my family. But when I recently went back to see them this time, I noticed how uncomfortable I felt around them at certain points. I was there for about a week, and for so much of it, it felt like I was just holding my breath. It felt like I had to filter myself and censor the person that I've become because they knew a different version of me, it was uncomfortable. I I was uncomfortable during it because it feels weird when you're actively rewriting a narrative, but you still have to tend to the old narrative that you were living, you know, like the, the past version of yourself that people knew. So yeah, while I was there, I just, I felt so much discomfort. And then when I finally was able to reflect on it, when I returned back home, I had discovered and I learned so much. I learned so much about myself and so much about my family and about my bloodline, about the struggle narrative. I realized that the ways that I felt, the reason that I felt so uncomfortable was because of how much I had changed from being isolated from them. Because when I moved far away from my hometown, I didn't exactly know why I felt called to go so far away. I just knew that there was something calling me. And it was clarity. Because you can't exactly grow from a situation while you're still living in that situation. In certain ways, yes, of course you can grow, but it's not going to be the same as when You're taken out of the situation and you can see more clearly because you're no longer clouded. You're no longer living in that narrative that you were trying to rewrite. 
so much of what I've learned. It was all within me already, but it was clouded by those I was surrounded by because I was living my life in a way that appeased them. You know, it made sense to them and it was the struggle that they were also living into. When I removed myself from that situation, from that environment, I made space for myself to grow and to begin to understand why I've been called to be the one that is going to rewrite the narrative. Struggle is the narrative. It was the narrative that I've been living in in the past. It's the narrative that my family still lives in. I grew up in an environment of struggle and of misery. And like I said, it's not all about money because I recognize that I am beyond blessed and I was beyond blessed. I had all of my basic needs met and more and I was well taken care of, trust me. But it was the mindset because struggle, what I mean is just, it's not all finances, it's not all about the physical or the material it truly it was the mindset so both of my parents are immigrants and they grew up in a struggle mindset so it only makes sense that as they're raising me as they're raising their family and my siblings that we grow up in a struggle mindset that we grow up in a mindset thinking that we need to be overworked, that we need to constantly go after and get more and almost like hoard materialism and hoard money and be living in a state of fear. That's what we were shown. That's what we were taught. It was normal for us to live this way. So when I returned home recently, I realized that as I am rewriting this narrative and actively living a life where I do not struggle, where I trust and I am abundant, just inherently abundant, it's going to be uncomfortable because it's so normalized in my family to hate your job and to be miserable and to constantly live in fear And it reflects so much in the conversations that we would have. It's almost like we are rewarded for being overtired and overworked and stressed. It's almost like we're competing to be the most overworked person in our family. In the discomfort, I found that I was struggling internally to choose to fight what they were saying or to just go along with it and get out as fast as I can. After moving away from them, I developed my own mindset that values slow living and rest and abundance that is more than monetary. And I've found joy in my simple, mundane work. But as soon as I was reunited with them, I felt this pressure to feel miserable again about the life that I'm living and to complain about work and complain about money and feel stressed about how I'm going to pay my bills, but that's not actually how I feel. So in all of this discomfort, I just began to notice that if I'm going to rewrite this narrative, and I am, and I am actively rewriting it, 
my closest friends and my family that knew me in the narrative beforehand, in that struggle narrative, they're going to be uncomfortable. And it's going to make me uncomfortable, but it's worth it. It's a discomfort that it's necessary because I can't just start living this new life with this new mindset and expect them to just go along with it because it's different, you know? It's a different way of life. I mean, living life in this way is completely different than what we've known beforehand. I learned so much from this, though. For, for a moment, I thought to myself, how could you be so stupid? Why would you think that you could just come home and expect that things would be different? And I felt this way and I had these thoughts and these feelings because I was uncomfortable. And it showed me that even I am still uncomfortable with this new life that I'm living. Otherwise, everything that they would have said, everything that they were saying, it would have had no effect on me whatsoever. I wouldn't question anything at all. I wouldn't even think about it. But... In the moment, it felt like such a hindrance to my healing. It felt like the experience had just set me back six months. And I was so afraid and fearful that all of the work that I had done, I'd have to do it again. Of course, it would have been safer and it would have been easier to just hide from these experiences and hide from the fact that I no longer relate to my family on that level and I no longer want to live in that vibration, in that frequency anymore. It would be more comfortable to just avoid it, to only be around the people that think exactly like us and to never be tested. But all of that is a facade. That is living in a bubble. That is going swimming in the pool and saying you've just been in the ocean. I learned that it's not blocking or hurting my healing. It's advancing my healing. It's showing me how much I have healed and how there is still so much room for more. And it taught me lessons. It held my hand as I grew. And this is what the experience is for. Embrace being uncomfortable. It feels like a cheat code to life when you do. If you are actively trying to rewrite your narrative or trying to manifest or you're in a season of healing or reawakening, understand that you are going to face so much discomfort and you should be facing discomfort. I would say to prepare for it, but really there isn't much that you can do except live into it. Trust that the universe is not out to get you. It's here to guide you back to yourself. And it's here to help you rewrite. And it's giving you exactly what you need. It's putting you in these situations not to hurt you, not to harm you, not to make you spiral back down into the past versions of yourself, but to help you progress forward in ways that you can't do alone. Whether you believe in something or not, something believes in you. So have trust for that. A season of discomfort 
is guiding you to a season of change, of abundance, of unlimited potential. You can really let all of that discomfort work for you as you discover what it is that makes you feel uneasy. Maybe it's being alone, or maybe you just feel uncomfortable in your own skin, or you feel uncomfortable sharing parts of yourself. Know that the discomfort, it didn't just appear. It's all coming from somewhere, somewhere within you, calling for your attention. Are you going to pick up? I've been urging myself to pick up, to step out of my comfort zone. And you'll know when the time is right. Because, yeah, you can ignore the calls for a while, but eventually the ringing won't stop. The ringing will not stop. And you will grow more and more uncomfortable by the second where it actually hurts more to stay in that comfort zone. And when you reach that point where staying exactly where you are is more uncomfortable than facing the discomfort that is going to allow you to grow into that new version of yourself, into that new place in your life, that's when you know it's time to pick up. Even for me, like creating this community, it's still uncomfortable because it forces me to share myself and to be perceived when really I'd much rather just vibe out in my own existence unbothered. But it came to a point where I couldn't help anyone from here. And if I wasn't helping anyone else, I had plateaued in my own growth because what good is it if I'm the only one? I outgrew that space. I outgrew the space where I wanted to be the only one that was healed. I used to hate social media because I thought that it was toxic and I really, really deeply hated it for a really long time. I was not on social media and every time someone would ask me, oh, why don't you have an Instagram or why don't you have this or that? And it would just anger me so intensely and just make me feel so sick i'd be like why do you need to have social media why do you need to have an instagram and i would almost like project onto them and make them feel bad for being on social media and it came to a point where i realized the reason i hated social media so much and the reason that i thought it was so toxic was that it was really me I was toxic and I was out of control and I was addicted and I was fearful of being addicted. So I completely cut it off and it was for the best. It was for the better. But look now, (laughs) now I, I've grown such an appreciation for it and I love having a space to be able to connect with you and to express myself. Even if I still have days where I feel undeserving and I feel uncomfortable with this newfound abundance of love, I've found that social media definitely does not have to be toxic. It's you. It's, all, it's always up to you. It's always up to you. And I was really projecting what I was feeling on the inside onto an intangible thing and something that doesn't even exist. 
it truly did make me uncomfortable. And while we're on the topic of things that make Jess uncomfortable, I'll also say that I'm uncomfortable with longer podcast episodes. And I discovered that it comes from me feeling unworthy and feeling like I should be silenced and I should be censored, thinking that like, well, no one wants to hear that. So I'm slowly leaning into making longer episodes and allowing myself to fully express exactly what it is that I want to express and becoming comfortable with the idea that, yes, someone does want to listen. It's uncomfortable for me. It's uncomfortable for me to get beyond that. But this discomfort is not going to stop me. Because even beforehand, even before I started this at all, my own voice made me deeply uncomfortable. If I ever heard my voice played back to me in like video or recording, it would give me that like, that just gross feeling inside. It was like nails on a chalkboard. And I worked on that. And I truly feel like this is a manifestation of me growing past my discomfort and looking at everything that makes me feel uncomfortable and facing it with courage and perseverance and a sense of vulnerability. It's sort of saying like, with God, anything is possible. With God, nothing has to make me feel uncomfortable. I can face anything. It's like instead of chasing your dreams, I'm chasing my fears allowing myself to live into what makes me feel so uncomfortable and discovering why does it make me feel uncomfortable? What part of me is not unlocked? What part of me is saying that this is inherently bad, that I am undeserving of love, undeserving of a safe space? The more that I lean into what makes me feel uncomfortable the more I can understand where those feelings come from. So maybe I am uncomfortable, right? In all of these different situations and all of these different pockets of who I am and the person that I'm sort of discovering. Yeah, I am uncomfortable. There is a sense of discomfort when I try to vocalize to the people that I love in my life when I try to show to them that I am no longer living the same narrative that I was taught to live. It's uncomfortable, but I'm proud of it. I'm proving to me that I'm willing to grow and let go. Let go of what you were taught to believe and let go of what makes you feel that gross, icky, uncomfortable, squeezing your heart feeling inside. Unless you face the discomforts, you're going to live a life that's very limited. I think there's so much power when you are able to be vulnerable to what makes you uncomfortable. And instead of running away from it, you actually invite it into your life and allow it to work its magic with you. I hope you can find some peace in your discomfort, and we are all here to live in it and learn from it. So be proud of yourself. Be accepting. Know that you are not alone in this. 
we all have our own little things that just for some reason a reason that you are being called to figure out makes you uncomfortable whatever it is for you it's time to face it and once you do you're going to unlock all of that unlimited potential all of your infinite possibilities whether you believe in something or not something believes in you i believe in you as we breathe in this moment accept all of the discomfort you feel hold it wherever it is in your body maybe touch your head hold your heart hug yourself breathe into the uncomfortable breathe into the discomfort as you rewrite your narrative as you actively rewrite your narrative as you are still living in a past narrative breathe into the discomfort inhale exhale I love you.